0: Psychotherapy episode 95, whew. That's what temperature it is in my house right now. I'm Jet Dunlap, your host. This one's coming at you quick. (coughs) Doppler effect. This one's coming at you quick. I'm gonna talk to you about a simple concept. Why to retune your instrument. That is you. How to harmonize with your future? And how I did that, even though I didn't want to? And what benefit that's going to bring both of us? So like I said, it's a quick one, meaning that it gives you all the information you need as fast as it possibly can to get you to understand the concept quickly and execute on it. So there you go. I'm even setting the pace at the beginning. This is Psychotherapy. I'm Jet Dunlap. And that episode starts right now. My house is very small. And if you're playing a drinking game where every time Jet Dunlap says he lives in an RV home or some kind of joke about that, or when I say my house is very small, you now get to take a shot. Congratulations. It's not easy for me to work out in my house. So when it is raining, when it is very cold, or when it is very hot, which feels like a lot of the year, you have spring and fall in the valley where it's gonna be reasonable to go outside. But then we also have fire season and wind season and those are hellish where we live because the Santa Susana mountain range is right behind us and those Santa Ana winds, well, they come and they come hard. During the pandemic, we couldn't go to the gym, and you know why. So I slacked off on my priorities. I wasn't able to record my podcast because, as you know, my back studio was taken by a clown, an out-of-work clown, who now, my God, he's still kind of living back there, but there's some crazy drama. Maybe I'll go into another time. My original studio now has a swamp cooler in it and an office above it, And those are running all the time, so it does not work acoustically. There is nowhere else for me to do the show. So I couldn't work out. It's difficult for me to do the show. It's too hot to run. We can't be outside in spite of our new rebuilt backyard area. And then one day I realized those were all excuses. But more importantly, I realized, wait a second. My reasons to do all the things I must do to make myself more. I must do them. So basically, my reasons why not must be flipped to be my reasons why. If I'm not happy with the size of my house right now, I better write a lot. I better do a lot of my podcast. I better work out a lot. I must double the effort of the things that I am ignoring. Now you're thinking... Why double your effort when your house is small, it's hot outside, it's difficult to do the podcast when you have no soundproof environment. As a matter of fact, on your last few podcasts, you've had to wait for Gina to go to the door, knock on the door, let her in, she goes inside, you have to pause the podcast, you have to think in your head what the last word was, which is very difficult to stay on a train of thought when it's all streaming consciousness, and then you have to come back to it and try and reassemble it. It's difficult, not impossible and I keep having to tell myself that. Then with writing, you don't have your writing room, you can't get away from Gina, and it's not that Gina's a problem, I can't get away from the people in my life and it's easier for me to write in a sterile environment. Right now it's 100 degrees and it's slowly creeping up to 100 degrees in my house. So what do I have? An ice pack on my head. Like those ghosts in A Christmas Carol. The one who has it on his tooth. Ebony is a Scrooge. I have an ice pack on my head because the show must go on. So yesterday I wrote 15 pages of my script. I do push-ups in my house, even though I have to do them in front of my wife, even though my wife has to go over me to get to the kitchen because our floor is about as wide as my shoulders. At the widest point of our floor, it's about three and a half, four feet. But I keep doing it. And I say to myself sometimes astronauts would do it people who work in submarines would do it even bees do it let's do it let's fall in love i bet you wouldn't believe that you're going to get a cole porter song well lucky you my point is i must make my reasons why i cannot my reasons why i must if i want a bigger house i must tune the machine that is me i must do all the things that I am not doing because it is difficult. Because if I have a big house and a big car in this beautiful house, I don't know who that is, but it's an 80s song. Letting the world go by, boot of water under. I don't remember. <laughs> well, you know, gosh, I'm like that guy Bumblebee on uh, in Transformers who just does random music for no reason. Well, if nothing else, you'll take that away from this episode. But my point is, if my house is too small, If the environment is too hot or too cold or too windy or too fiery, if I have no other room to go to, if I have to turn off the air conditioning to do the show because I have a wall unit hanging out of the wall of an RV that we have to constantly tune when we adjust the suspension on our RV, if that's a pain in the neck, if we're constantly having to do electrical maintenance, maybe it's time to move on. My ability to withstand uncomfortable situations is so great that the fact that we've lived in this tiny place for five years doesn't register like it would for you if you lived in here for five days. So bravo for me. But do you see how if I said, I can't, I can't, I can't, I won't be able to change myself, therefore my life. Now, I hope you're thinking, many of you, I hope you're thinking, well, Jet, How will running every day, even though it's hot, I have 65 miles I've run outside this month, and this has been the hottest month of the year, one of the hotter Julys. I do it at night, which means it goes into when I normally have dinner and I have to run and, you know, it's inconvenient. I do my podcast in my house in an inconvenient place where I'm interrupted or it's too hot or all the blah, blah, blah reasons. You all have this in your life. It's not going to be the same situations I'm going through. But I can speak to my situations with a certain level of expertise. It's hard to do the 5,000 push-up commitment I had. It's hard to do the 100-mile running commitment I have. It's hard to do the podcast commitment I have. It's really difficult to do the pages commitment I have on my screenplays. But all those reasons are reasons that should drive me to change my lot in life. Now, again, there is no direct way to see that. So it's not a unit in, unit out. You go to work. If you're hourly, you give them one unit of time. They give you one unit of money. That's not how my life is. My screenplays, which I have two completed, the first one nearly completely revised, so ready for market. I have three others I'm working on, one on page like 44, another one on page 32, and another one on page 70. The benefit of having all three of those is when those are done, which will take longer if I did one at a time, I have a slate of films from different genres. I'm speaking to me specifically, but it's still important for you to hear for your life. I must do all these things because I know, like in the last episode, I talked about your internal compass. I know this is what I must do and I mustn't be distracted. Now, unfortunately or fortunately in my life, all of those things are self-governed. Now, why is the fitness so important? I don't really need to go into it because you've heard this show, but here it is. It's another thing not to worry about. Remember how I talked about clarity and transparency, being transparent to negative emotions? Now it's been over eight days that I've been quitting depression and I'm still going strong. I'm still doing all the things I've done in the previous episodes if you want to hear more about it. But I'm still doing it every day and it's amazing and it's getting easier and easier. I'm over 50 days of quitting soda. Not a big deal, but imagine my bone density as I get older. Imagine the fact that I'm not bloated. I'm not getting that carbonation. And most importantly, I'm not taking any aspartame in. We're eating vegetables from our garden. I don't like eating vegetables. I certainly don't like eating kale. Gina brought in these kale leaves the other day that look like palm leaves. They're huge. And it was so hard for me to eat them. I had to eat them without, you know how when you're a kid or I don't know, maybe you're an adult, you do it too, but how you can't. Use your nose like you don't want to smell it. You hold your nose and you go, fine, I'll eat this, but I don't want to. I did that without literally holding my nose, but I didn't breathe through my nose because it was so disgusting, but I ate all of it. Because when I tell you guys to do a thing, that redoubles my efforts because I think if I'm putting that on the people I care about most, my listeners, the people who have found my show through some power larger than them and myself, then I must adhere to the same rules that I'm setting for them. Every time I hear a politician, every time I see a business owner, every time I read a book, and I know that their authenticity is outside of alignment with what they're doing or saying, I am disgusted. You can hear it in my voice that I'm disgusted. That I'm disgusted sounded like I was disgusted because I am. That happens all the time. I'm saying walk the path I will walk or walk the path I have walked. And if I say, let's do this together, I'm doing it. And if you've listened to this show for a little while, you know that. You know that my commitment to you is to be authentic whenever I can, as long as I can remember. And I just put that out there so you know that I realize I'm human. There's going to be things I say that I forget to do. But on all the important topics, which there are a handful of core ones, I do do that. So why is keeping fit, keeping a good diet, and working on these specific things in my life so important? Because when I meditate, when I sleep, when I wake up, and even when I use my friends, my closest friends, these spiritual entities in incarnated bodies that circle my realm, when I look at them and I talk to them, you can tell by their resonance what I'm supposed to do, what you're supposed to do. And I can't spell that out for you. But if you closed your eyes or smacked yourself in the head with a bouncy ball and the first thing that came to your mind, I bet you'd be the right thing. I'm not recommending you do that, but what I'm saying is if you're exhausted and you get all the head weasels out of the way and you actually have a little bit of clarity, you know what advisors in your life are giving you the best advice or not even advice, but you know by their modality that they're leaning you in a certain direction. You also know at your core what it is you should be doing. And guys, remember, your life is quite different from mine. But you know what I'm talking about on a resonance level. I sometimes tell people about my show when they say, what is it about? It's hard for me to say. It's more of a feeling. It's more of a concept. It's more of an idea. (laughs) Right? It's a precursor to something. It's the energy in a room before words are said. I like that so much, I'll say it again. It's the energy in a room before words are said. You go into a party, you go into a conference, you go to a hotel, wherever it is. By the time you pass that automatic double door where the wind blows, you go into that air-conditioned room. I'm thinking about air-conditioning because I have an ice pack on my head. You know what kind of environment you're in. That's a place I supply. That's a show I supply. I have to do all of these things because they are so important in my life. All the reasons I wanted not to do them made them more important. When I wasn't doing push-ups for months, even though that was how I got in my best shape in April, and I knew it, I did 5,000 push-ups. I said, that's hard. That hurts. That's difficult. And the weather was good then. Can we wait for weather? I don't care if you're 20, 19. (laughs) We're just going to go through ages under 20. I don't care how old you are. Do we have time for that? Do all of us have that kind of time to wait for ourselves, for perfect conditions, for all the lights to be green, for the water to be calm, for the weather to be perfect? No, we don't have time for that. We must act now. And I'm not going to go back on it too much because this is the show. You know the show. You've heard this stuff. But it could have been said that I wasn't always lucky. It could have been said that opportunity didn't meet my preparation all the time. So what did I do? For a while, I complained. It wasn't that long, but I did it, and I felt sorry for myself. Then I decided, no, I must redouble my preparation. And I must even go out there more. I must have not just one script, not just two scripts that I've finished in less than a year. I must have five. I don't want to just do 50 miles outside this month. I'll do 100. Why am I doing more? Because there's nothing that could happen other than good, if you're smart. But doing those things that you don't want to The reasons that I listed at the beginning, my house is so small it's hard. Well, what if I tuned this instrument? What if I rebuilt this machine from the ground up? Body, soul, and mind. What if I rebuilt this instrument to be something it's never been before? When I see that I'm in great shape when I look in the mirror, when I know that my brain is tuned like never before, Isn't that going to be a benefit when I go out into the world? How could it not be? It will be. It's interesting when I use the word instrument because it really resonates for me, even though I've never had any experience in that world. Music. I've been around it. You know, I hosted that show for a while, talked to a lot of musicians, but that's not a place that I have any kind of expertise in. I'm lost in that world. But it makes sense to me because it talks about resonance and frequency and harmony. And I feel that our frequency will harmonize with another frequency if we tune ourselves right. And that is mind, body, and soul. And so during this time where everything is difficult, I forgot to even mention the fact that when I run, I have to wear a mask. It's uncomfortable. You know that. Doing push-ups in this tiny house or doing it in the sun. It's so hot outside, I feel like I have a fever. That's a good reason not to do it. But... What if I flip that? And I was telling Gina this yesterday when we were getting out of the hot tub. I was telling her, what if all my reasons why it's hard should be all my reasons why I should try harder? Maybe I do it this way. What if all my reasons why not are my reasons why? I'll say that one more time for your ears, both of them. What if all my reasons I can't should be all my reasons I need to? This is a lot of information in a fast way. I think, like I said at the beginning, frequency wise, you're just supposed to pick up on what you pick up on, the things that rise to the top. And I'm doing this new thing, and I think it's important. I don't want to keep going on other topics because I think that will dilute the importance of what I'm saying. So I'll say this I'm out of words. Thank you so much for listening. Get some alignment tune that instrument. And I'm not going to tell you how to do it because you can go back to any of my episodes about how to start small, how to walk a mile before you run. So there we go. This is Psychotherapy. I'm Jet Dunlap. Thanks for listening.